Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Lunch Unboxed. It's Haley and Sydney, and we're here to talk about all things food. We all need food to survive, so join us in making eating fun. By the time this episode is up and running, Father's Day will have just passed, so we're here to talk about everything that has to do with our dads. But first, let's do a little catch-up of the food we've ate. Sydney, what did you eat this week? Okay, I'll only talk about a few highlights, and I will actually keep it brief this time, unlike many other times. So I bought a new treat from Trader Joe's. What is it? It was after I had seen that my friend Abe had cashew butter covered cashews. Whoa. And they were delicious, so sweet, that I then saw at Trader Joe's that they had almond butter covered almonds. Whoa. So I bought them. Not as good as the cashew oh, butter covered cashews. So disappointing. I'll give you some to try. They're yeah. not bad, but they're not what I expected. Mm-hmm. And I like the cashews better, but I haven't been able to find them. Are they also Trader Joe's? Yes. Okay. I'll look out for them. Yeah. And then for lunch on Sunday, I had none other than my new favorite salad place in all of Los Angeles, <gasps> which is Alfalfa. I've oh, talked yes. about it before. I got the same exact salad, the Deer Darla, with the goat cheese, the grilled chicken, candied pecans, dried cranberries, and apples. Delicious. So amazing. It's like the sweetest salad there ever was. Haley, what about you? I cooked a little bit this weekend. Sunday, I made myself a delicious egg sandwich with pesto uh, over easy eggs on sourdough with some arugula that I like dressed in some olive oil and salt and pepper. Um, it was so delicious and so filling and I love runny yolk and I didn't... A runny yolk? Yes! Yes! Um, I didn't do this on purpose, but I got the yolk the perfect amount to be runny, but not going all over the place in the sandwich, so Mm -hmm. it was really good. And then I cooked burgers for dinner the other day, um, with caramelized onions. Oh, I love caramelized onions. Um, and... With a side of potatoes. It was really delicious. Delish. That sounds so good. Mm-hmm. I want to make... I feel like I would love to make Carol, Carol, Caroline, caramelized onions. They take a while. That's the thing. I, so the burger recipe was with Blue Apron. So they had packaged caramelized onions that were already caramelized. I just had to cook down the sauce that it was mm. in. So it did not take me as long. Um, but I recently saw a recipe for French onion and... French onion soup inspired pasta mm-hmm. where you have to caramelize the onions, but it looked really, really good. I commend a lot of restaurants now that make dishes with caramelized onions. Yeah. Good for you guys. <laughs> anyway, let's get into today's segment, today's topic, Father's Day. Woo. This episode's going to be pretty similar to our Mother's Day episode. Yes. With a twist because it's Father's Day. And yeah, let's get into it. So first, just like Mother's Day, let's talk about some meals that remind us of our fathers. Okay. First one is a restaurant that my dad has been going to since he was a little kid. And then he started taking my family there. Same owner, same chef. Actually, I don't know about the same owner, but definitely the same chef. And it's called Dom Pepe's in Queens. I've heard of it. You've heard of it, right? Because you live right there. Oh, wow. It's like unbelievable. It takes us a little bit of a while to get there. Yeah. It takes like 30 to 45, usually 45 because of the traffic. 
but we usually go on like big occasions. We would always go before I was leaving for camp or it was like my one place to go before I left for college. And so it has like bittersweet memories because you're right about to leave or start something new. I think before I moved to LA, we went there. So amazing. They're known for their baked clams. Yum. Their linguine with white clam sauce. Big clam restaurant. Oh, huge. They've been on, I think, diners, drive-ins, and dives for their baked clams. I love that show. <laughs> Wait, I don't know if it was because it wasn't. it's not a diner. It's not a drive-in. It's not a dive. Either way, it was on one of those shows and was brought on because of the clams. Got it. Let's fact check that. Okay, after a little bit more research, it was on a Food Network show called The Best Thing I Ever Ate, and I think that they were referring either to the clams or the linguine with white clam sauce. Yeah, I don't, it doesn't say which one, but it says like in the description, best known for their clams. Love it. Yeah, they're amazing. It's the only place I'll basically eat big clams. Yum. So yeah. So my first meal is kind of similar to the clam vibe. But seafood, anything seafood, but specifically lobster. My dad used to cook lobster a ton and then would save like the shells and everything and create lobster bisque like, oh, the next wow. day. So good. It was always so delicious. Um, Let's also preface that your dad was a chef. Yes, yes. My dad was a chef. So I was very, very lucky growing up <laughs> that I got a lot of good food. Um but yeah, and so I'm actually getting lobster rolls this week when I go home at like one of my favorite restaurants in Connecticut called Lenny and Joe's. They have amazing lobster rolls and amazing lobster bisque. Um, but yeah, so de- anything seafood, but specifically like lobster, soft shell crab, we used to have a lot as well. It was really, really good. I see where you get your seafood love now. <laughs> okay, my next one, and this is definitely not a meal, but... I feel like I picked up a lot of my snacking habits from my dad. Sorry, dad, if you're listening. Um, and the two snacks that really like come to mind: one, Funyuns, <laughs> so, <laughs> so good, so good, smells so bad. Probably not good for you, but probably definitely, <laughs> definitely not good for you, but so delicious. You just crunch on them, and they're like onions. Who doesn't love good ar- onion garlic flavor? So good. So good. He, we would always get those huge bags of onions. You yeah. just eat the onions. And the other one is right around the corner from his office in the city. There is an Asian market, and we would he would always come home before flights with a bunch of crackers, different. Um, seaweed crackers that the Asian market would sell. Oh, yeah. You know, I know which ones, ones yeah. that like are insanely salty. Yeah. And some are really spicy, like the wasabi chips. Um, but they were delicious. Like we would always expect them and then we'd bring them on the plane. Those crackers are good though. They're delicious. And by the time we got back, they'd be gone. gone. <laughs> Love. Okay, my next one is also not really a meal, but it's an appetizer my dad used to make. And it's asparagus rolled up with prosciutto with goat cheese in it i just want to like pause for a moment and like compare the things that you're talking about versus me i'm talking about like snack chips and you're like talking about some gourmet meal (laughs) it's so good i should make it more because it's it's the three easy ingredients so good my dad used to make it all the time as a snack And we would just have it like in the fridge, just eating it. And he would make it for almost any occasion, any birthday party that he did for me, like any place, any event he was catering for. It was almost always there and I would always steal some. 
it's so good because you have like the crunchiness from the asparagus, the creaminess from the goat cheese, and a nice little like saltiness from the prosciutto. Mm-hmm. So good. And now I think I'm going to make it soon because I'm thinking about it a lot. But you it's should. so good. If you like all three things, like there's no reason you wouldn't like this. Agreed. Okay, my last one is Carvel. And it's so crazy because they don't have Carvel in California, I guess. Yeah, they don't have a lot of like Carvel places. Is it an East Coast thing? I think so. Carvel, we have one right around the, like a five minute drive from my house. Mm -hmm. And I don't even know if I've ever been to a Carvel. Okay, we need to go. It was just like the and it was open late so it was like oh who wants dessert like let's go to carvel and my dad would always like instigate the carvel trip and the classic order was a vanilla milkshake with like those crunchies in it so i guess it was kind of like an i don't know if it was vanilla or like cookies and cream but Mm. i guess it was vanilla because it had the crunchies and like he would always request it to be really really thick they'd be like basically only a little bit of milk and then we when we left carvel it was either like a success and they listened or no and it was like too watery he'd be like who wants it (laughs) too much so like a thick shake from carvel is my best thing i don't know if he's still really wants them at this point but he's going to now that yeah i know (laughs) crazy that you brought up ice cream because my last one also is ice cream um his favorite flavor, my dad's favorite flavor was Cherry's Jubilee, which is a controversial flavor. I love it. Any cherry flavored ice cream is controversial. I know. It's really good though. But when my mom used to go on business trips and my dad and I would stay home, we used to have ice cream for dinner. Mm. So, and then like we'd have actual dinner for dessert. Uh, <laughs> so it was always fun when my mom was gone that we like had that special like tradition sometimes we'd make like banana splits sometimes we'd go out for ice cream it was always always really fun that we got to do it um and it was like ice cream before dinner was like the thing we did (laughs) i love that okay next topic is things that our dads taught us inside and outside the kitchen um okay i'll start it off with one my dad always taught me that a great way to get people together and to celebrate is with a barbecue. Mm. We usually do, his birthday's on July 3rd, so we usually do oh, fun. a 4th of July barbecue slash birthday barbecue. And my dad, like, at your own birthday or party, you think, like, you're there to enjoy and hang out. For at least three-fourths of the party, he will be at the barbecue just grilling away, like, sweating. <laughs> like, we're like, Dad, what are you doing? Just, like go look presentable <laughs> like, i don't know um but he will be grilling the entire time so if anything he's taught me that barbecues are the best yum oh, barbecue's good now i know why you like barbecue so much i love a good barbecue <laughs> my first one that my dad taught me was like to think outside the box he my dad was a chef so sometimes when we'd be home he would just be like oh we have these ingredients i'll make this like he never he didn't always plan out what we were having for dinner, but sometimes he'd see the ingredients and be able to like make meals up in his head and then have, we'd have it for dinner. Um, so I try to do that sometimes when I'm in the mood to cook and see what I have already on hand and what I can make with that, uh, which is really fun. And also that you can obviously take that to other things as well. But I try to think outside the box when I'm in the kitchen. And I feel like you do a great job. I try. 
it's tiring sometimes. Oh my gosh, totally. <laughs> but everyone has those nights where they're like, I don't want to go supermarket shopping. I don't want to order yeah. anything. What do I have in there? Let's just exactly do it. Okay, my second one is, <laughs> and this one's a little funny. Eat every part of the bone. <laughs> and off I, the bone or off the bone? Off the bone. You said off. Oh, don't eat the <laughs> bone. But I feel like it would come to a point where my dad would basically be eating the bone. Like, I'm the type where, like, I will only eat things that look appealing to the eye. If there's, like, pieces of the bone that don't look like they should be eaten, I will not. And so I leave my bones with, like, so much meat on the ends and stuff. My dad will literally, like, make it so that it's, like, the cleanest (laughs) bone you've ever seen. And I feel like my brother does that too now but and my sister. But, like, I just cannot get there. I will, like, make it look like a basically half-eaten bone and my dad be like what are you doing you're leaving so much meat on the bone um but yeah that's one thing he's definitely still going for um okay my last one is to like treat yourself to a little snack along the way mm-hmm. I used to always like quote-unquote help my dad in the kitchen um because I was young and how much was I really helping but I'd stand and watch him and he'd always be like oh, like, sous chef treats and, like, give me little treats because I was, like, his sous chef. That's and so cute. And let me taste things as I was going along the way, which is also really fun and good to know, like, how the meal's turning out. Um, but it's always fun to, like, have a little snack or um, of what you're eat of what you're cooking so you can really learn to enjoy it and see what you're doing. You always have so to lick fun. the spoon. Of, of course. Or, like, if there's extra cake batter, eat the cake eat batter. Eat the cake batter. Who cares if there's raw eggs yeah. in there? No. Yeah, so that was always fun. <laughs> and last, but definitely not least life lessons we've learned from our dads um a big life lesson I learned from my dad is to always try new things he was always getting me to try things that he was cooking um in the kitchen but I think that definitely translated to outside the kitchen as well and outside food and cooking is to just always try new things and if it doesn't work it doesn't work but to be brave and kind of face it head on um I love trying new foods. He was always just like, try this. And I'd be like, what is it? And he'd be like, it doesn't matter. Try it (laughs) before he would tell me. Um, And so I try to take that like outside as well and know that it's always fun to try new things like moving across the country to LA or something. (laughs) Definitely new. Definitely bold. Okay. My life lesson that my dad taught me was to be my biggest advocate. Hmm. You're going to come across situations and people in life and you're going to want to be successful in the only way not the only way but one of the best ways to do it is to be your biggest supporter you have to prove yourself invaluable and show others why you deserve a chance and I think that that's something when I was younger I struggled with I was kind of like oh I don't want to speak up I don't want to it's hard yeah it's tough to like advocate for yourself yeah um but I think as I got older and you start to like figure out who you are you get a lot more confident in Mm -hmm. yourself and I've just taken that advice um to a whole nother level to the point where I realized if I want to get somewhere in life or if I want to do something specific and rise to the top, the best way I'm going to be able to do it is by proof to others why I'm worth it. Beautifully said. Thanks so much. <laughs> okay. And although this was a, a wee bit of a emotional episode, we do have to end with our classic Eat, Eat of, of the, the Week. week. It hasn't been long since we last saw each other, Mm -hmm. so there's only been a few foods. We're recording early because Haley is going back to the good old NYC. Can't wait for a good two and a half days. Okay, well, you better come back reporting a lot.
I will. I actually will have some fun eats to dis- to discuss. I already know. Good. I'm very excited. Um, but my eat of the week was the lunch I had today. I went out to lunch with some coworkers, and we went to Nate and Al's, which is it was my first time there. It's like a deli. I got a pastrami pastrami sandwich, and it had coleslaw on it, and Russian dressing, and it was on rye bread. It was so good. I haven't had pastrami in years, um, but we were. Lo- I was looking at the menu and I was like, I think this would make me really happy. Um, the place was really expensive, but it was oh, really? really good, um, and I'm really glad I got it. But yeah, Nate and Alice, I had that at a friend's house. I guess they catered it in for, I think it was some sort of some Jewish holiday. Mm-hmm. We brought it in. Um, maybe it was breakfast. I'm not sure, but. And I remember the they brought in potato latkes. They were so delicious. Oh, yeah, I saw that on the menu, but I was like, I can't. Oh, wow, they were so good. And other stuff that I can't recall, but I remember being really delicious. So I definitely want to try it again. And the best thing to do with pastrami, by the way, for all our listeners out there, take some pastrami, get like a quarter pound, put it in the oven, broil it for like 10 minutes, take it out. It basically becomes like, bacon texture yeah and it's pastrami so it's like kosher bacon it's so good it was really good i yeah i highly recommend and i'm also not a big fan of russian dressing but it was really delicious on the the sandwich russian dressing was my dressing choice growing up interesting mine was mayo and ketchup that's all you really need to make it i know i'm not a big mayo girl Mm, then that's probably why yeah it's very thick dressing Mm -hmm. but it was really good on the sandwich Oh, I'm sure. Okay, my eat of the week. I have been trying to get myself to this place for so long. It's been on my belly bookmarked list for a very long time. And I finally, finally made it. Haley's like, this could be one of 800 places. Yeah, there's a a couple places running through my mind. I wonder if this is going to be one you thought of. Frozen Fruit Co. Oh, you've talked to me about this place. Frozen Fruit Co. is located in... Santa Monica. Okay. It's an ice cream-like store. It's dairy-free ice cream with very minimal ingredients. Mm. So, like, their chocolate just would have, like, dates, coconut, chocolate, like, cacao powder, Mm -hmm. and um, probably bananas just to, like, make it, it smooth it out. But it's very minimal ingredients. You should go on their website or their Instagram. You can see each flavor only has like four or five ingredients. And they have an amazing array of flavors on. So they have like strawberry. They, I got mint chocolate chips, salted Ooh. chocolate I got. They have coconut, like macaroon. And then they have a flavor, a rotating flavor each day. When I was there, it was... Every day? Yeah, every day it's wow. a rotating flavor. It was some sort of vanilla when I was there. But there it goes by day and Monday... They have like a cool flavor and one of the days they have a coffee flavor so I definitely need to go. But it's during the week. I think it's on like Wednesdays. Oh, what time do they close? (laughs) Seriously. Monday. Coffee chocolate chip. (gasps) Should we go Monday? Let's do it. Okay. That was Haley and I just literally making a plan. (laughs) Anything food related. (laughs) So yeah, I got the mint chocolate chip and the salted chocolate both really good couldn't tell Mm. there was no dairy in it you couldn't tell that it was only made with like four ingredients i put some carob chips on top and mochi i will go back and get the same exact order except switch the flavor 
So I would literally get, basically I would just get the same toppings because it was a great crunch and a great like marshmallowy texture. Yeah, this looks so good. Oh, a lot of it's, some of them have coconut milk. Like Yeah, can you tell milk. me what the ingredients are in the mint chocolate chip? Mint chocolate chip is coconut cream, dates, organic peppermint extract, and dark chocolate sauce that's made from coconut oil, dates, co- cocoa, and sunflower something, mm-hmm. I can't pronounce. Um, and then the salted chocolate is coconut milk, cacao, dates, and a pinch of sea salt. Yeah, it was perfect. The salted chocolate tasted just like chocolate ice cream Yum. from the store. So yeah. Can't wait now. I'm so <laughs> excited for Monday. <laughs> well, we love our dads and happy Father's Day. And we'll see you guys next week. Bye.